the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Hope you're having a great Saturday morning. I hope you're preparing to have a great weekend. Family, faith, and with God, and with making better decisions. And I've got, I think, a pretty good message today. So let's take the Lord, dear Heavenly Father, help me to be the best I can be, but help people to learn. Help me be their mentor. Help them put the word in their life. That this is a manual for our life, our purchasing, just everything that we can. If we'll use it and you'll come in our lives, we'll make better decisions. And that's what I want for each and every person. I want an even playing field because we're walking on a playing field that we're going against the Dallas Cowboys in your body. Yourself, you need the Holy Spirit. You need wisdom, knowledge, and courage. And I ask this all in Jesus' name. I pray. Amen. Thank you for a great day. Thank you for listening. Hey, I'm going to give out my mobile number. If you have any questions, any comments, anything, we talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. Hey, and if you don't like me, you can call me. I don't care. Two ten three four zero ninety five eighty five. That's two ten three four zero. 9585. Give us a call here. Second half of my show. Remember, go get pen and paper. Write down my phone number. And uh, you can give me a call all during the week. Talk to me about anything. And like I said, give us a call here. Uh, then also, this same show is going to be running on 1160 at 1 p.m. today, just in case you want somebody else to listen or if you want to maybe go over it twice, you know, go to 1160, and that's this afternoon at 1 p.m., and listen to the show. This is Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. I'm Randy Adams. I buy the, the good, the bad, and the ugly. There's no telling what I'll buy. I buy limousines. I buy Hearst. I buy low mileage cars, high mileage cars, wrecked cars, bad motor, bad transmission, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And uh, I tell you what, what a blessing the Lord's been in my life. I've got a new radio show that starts next Saturday night. And as you probably have heard me say before, each station has different shows. And this is going to be number six different station I'm on. I try to reach out and get all the audience I can on different avenues. But this is the big one around town, and I got blessed. They opened the door for me. I've been after this station for over three years. And they didn't want me. But they see the message, just like advertisers. If you'd like to advertise on this show, give me a call on my mobile. I'll give it to you right after the second half of the show. Get pen and paper. If you work for a bank, a credit union, who wants to prove to the community you want want the customers educated, H-E-B. H-E-B ought to be sponsoring this show because people have more money to buy groceries. They could go to H-E-B more often. But you know what? I pulled into H-E-B the other day, and these people were carrying out little bags of of groceries, getting in forty, fifty, sixty thousand $60,000 vehicles. H-E-B. Them people, they could have had a bunch of groceries and eat like a king if they had better payments. So we're wanting to educate people, but advertisers, you're proven to the community. I got Rox Covert in Bastrop, and and he doesn't pay for this show, but he pays for other shows. Rox Covert loves my show. He's a car dealer, but he does it right. And he sees the message that I give. I give the message to make better decisions, do your homework. And when and like I say, Rox and I have been doing business over 40 years, and we've never had a problem. And when money's a factor, never had a problem, you know that he's doing it right. So 
If you're an advertiser, give me a call. I'm going to give it to you now, and I'm going to give it to you a little later, 830-708-4789. And I don't care what you want to advertise on this show. Just prove to the community you care about them. I'm going to care plumbers, electricians, uh, HEB, uh, discount tire. I've got I could syndicate this show if I had discount tire, interstate batteries, uh just any kind of corporate people that want to prove the community that you want the best for them. And now I got into something that struck me between my eyes, like I always tell y'all. The word speaks to me and I'm in it every morning. I don't miss many mornings in my of my year with it. James four. What causes Fight and quarrels among you. Don't they come from your desires that battle within you? Well, this message on on James is before and after. Before, man, I had quarrels and battles with everybody. You know, sometimes when we don't have Jesus in our life, we're the only one in this world, only one that matters. And then when we're that away, our mind goes to be in a battle. Have you ever been in a battle with your mind? Do you know right from wrong? I mean, what are salesmen doing today that really are Christians and really know the difference and know that they're burying people and lying to people and and taking their... You know, I was talking to Steve Sorensen this morning. I love my mentor there. And he has men's group where I'd have him on the, on the uh, radio today. And... I was telling him, I said, right now they're advertising all over town, Randolph Brooks, and that's another one that should be a a sponsor on this show because I promote them, and they're great people, and they do it right. And so Randolph Brooks will give you 60 days before your first payment. Well, Steve said, well, there's stuff down here in Corpus that's 90 in six months. Well, Mitsubishi used to do that for six months and a year. Why? Because let me tell you something, they know that the dealers are going to take every available dollar out of your pocket. So when your mind's in a battle and you've got to have this automobile and I got I can't live without it and I deserve it, I want to reward myself, that old battle up here, you're battling yourself knowing better, the salesman knows better, and boy, ain't that a train wreck when those two thoughts get together, the desires, desire for the salesman to make money on you, desire to have something that nobody else has got, and then, man, get on the street. And you see them everywhere. That buddy of mine tell me, he said, man, I bought this truck, and it had the best color on it. I just loved it. Never saw it before. He said, you know what, Randy, I wasn't out on the street 15 minutes. I saw one the same color. He said, I don't understand. I said, well, because you never observed. You were in your little mind, your little world, and it, and that's what you were used to. And you never saw that color and entice yourself. I mean, we've got that battle in our mind. Oh, man, I can't live without that color. And then all of a sudden you see it everywhere. What did that battle in your mind cause you to do? Evil thoughts? I mean, evil desires? You know, I mean... Is it an evil desire when you have to, have you ever had a desire that you prayed about, you'd already made up your mind, you're trying to convince God that it's his idea? Oh, man, I'm telling you, I've been there, done that. I mean, you know, Lord, I want to do this. I'm going to pray about it. And I know you're going to tell me to do it. You know, you want to give me the desires of my heart, even though this is not the right thing. And I know better, but, you know, I, I need some I need somebody to tell me I can do it. My wife won't do it. My my Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit won't do it. So I need some help. Is that a battle? You ever you ever fought over that battle? Got to have something, and and then you know, there's people that have to buy something to reward themselves to make them feel better. And I'm telling you. Automobiles are on top of the list, and they cost so much money, and they lose so much money, and they, I mean, I've been talking to people right now that uh, when it breaks, they can't afford to fix it. 
They don't, there's nothing left at the end of the month. And then they buy this new car, and they want to ride around and show everybody they got a brand new car. And they don't really have the money to afford to put it in there and ride around. And then they got to go out to eat. You know, you ever noticed the eating places all the brand new black tags on it? You know, and I was like I said, I was behind some high dollar cars here lately. I've been saying the prayer to the death of that money as they rode off on the showroom floor, get on that old street, and that old money's gone. But we're talking about the battle within you, your desires that battle within you. You know better. You know what you, you know, 85% of the people that walk into a new car dealership buy something they don't intend to buy, buy the car they don't intend to buy, spend more money than they intend to buy, let their trade go by cheaper than they think. Why? It's because they're searching for somebody that validate what they're wanting to do, what they're wanting to be. I mean, you know, I've told you about the guy I see at church. He gets out of his car and he sticks his elbow on his Maserati. Oh, man, look at me. Everybody see my car, what I'm driving? And I want to get in tears because I've seen those cars, and they don't last and they break and they cost so much to fix. Oh, pain and misery. Mercy. I had a buddy of mine had one a couple of years ago. He told me it was more in the shop than he drove it. He hated it. And then that 24,000 miles developed a motor noise, and they wouldn't fix it under warranty. There was some kind of stipulation. But, you know, there's nothing free in this world. Everybody thinks I've got a lifetime this and a lifetime that. It just costs you four or five times more than anything else. They, they, get, they make millions every year off of lifetime warranties. And, but you're going to see more of it because the dealerships are working on your mind. They're working on walking in, you getting it serviced. You know, you're going to spend a bunch of money on this car. I mean, I, I'm getting calls every week when I mention this. My wife got the car serviced, come home with a new car. We didn't need a new, she didn't need a new one. But they, they get in your mind. That battlefield, you know, well, if it breaks down, you know, and you're going to need to spend a bunch of money here and a bunch of Well, the salesman didn't tell me that. Well, now the service department has become salespeople. Yes, salespeople to sell you on fear. Get in there that mind and go to working on it and get to thinking about it. And Oh, man, the battle, I don't want to, you know. We got mobile phones. Remember the days when we everybody wasn't carrying a phone and you broke down? Then you got a problem. Not anymore. You got a problem. You pick up the phone. You can get AAA. AAA ought to be a sponsor here. You got AAA. You got this. You got that. You know, you got so much services. You got family. You got friends. You got coworkers. Somebody will help you. You can call a wrecker. You can call a new car dealership. You can call a mechanic. We got phones. So the fear, they've got to figure a new avenue, how to get in your mind. But, you know, when it, before I knew Jesus Christ, I argued with everybody because my opinion was my God, just like the Democrats today. My opinion was my God. Give us a call here, 210-340-9585. And when your opinion is your God, he controls all of your thoughts. Man. Oh, man, everybody. I'm dealing with a young man right now. He's a know-it-all. But he, he's been thrown out of places. He can't seem to go nowhere. He can't have a relationship with anybody because he's a know-it-all. His opinion is his God. And then he gets the problem with people who get or know-it-all. They get offended easy. And that's why we treat with them with kid gloves. When they walk in the dealership and you know it all, that, that battle, that you can't get in an argument with those people because they know it all. They're fighting with you. They're fighting with everybody around. And so all you do is tell them how smart they are, how brilliant they are. Not, you know, they know what they're doing. And it's easy to sell them. Real easy. But see, they're, when you don't have Jesus Christ in your life, you're so selfish and pride. Pride will cost you money. Pride will cost you relationships. That pride, and well, I've watched this over the years, and we laugh about it. The auction people and everybody laugh about it. Get two guys that get prideful. I got to have that car, that truck over, buddy. And they'll have to bring two, three thousand more. 
They were talking about a vehicle that Pride got tied up between two dealerships, uh, one new car and one great, great big independent, and it brought 5000 more than what it should have. Why? Because Pride got in the middle. I'm not going to let him have it. I'm all out of him. Finally, the guy that was working for another company realized, uh-oh, I'm going to be in trouble if I bid one more time. And he got off. And I'm going to bet he laughed all the way outside that dealership. And the other one that was prideful enough, he owned it. I beat him. I beat him. And then he's going to get it home and try to sell it. Well, that's just it. We let dealerships now let you think you win. Let the pride build up. Let that quarrel fight. Let it get rocking and rolling in you. Oh, man, you I can't believe the dealership's doing this. I can't believe they're selling it to you. I can't believe. Oh, man, you're going, this is a great deal. You know, I'll tell you what, and the rebates are so huge right now. Unbelievable. I'm at a Dodge store the other day. And they're talking about 19s here. Oh, we got a bunch of 19s, and we got huge rebates, rebates on 18s. They got 11, 12,000 on that. Why? Number one, they got to get rid of them. Number two, they're priced too high to begin with. You still buy one of them brand new ones. You still drive it off the showroom floor, and you still have lost a lot of money. Well, they're overproducing. You know, it gets back to I want to be number one. Dealerships want to be number one, that pride, that quarreling amongst themselves. I'm talking about quarreling in their minds, the fighting in their mind, and the jealousy in their mind. Jealousy and envy and self-ambition. You know, that's that's what creates this business. You know, people don't realize how bad it is. My neighbor was telling me the other day, they said, Randy, why are you on the Radio. I said, well, I just tell the dirty secrets and stuff, what's going on in the business. What are you talking about? Car dealers? Of course, these people buy two new units a year. They lose twenty, thirty, forty thousand a year, depending on what they buy. She said, you mean they lie to us? I said, well, they just, some do, some don't, some get you in the right direction, some hide things, undercover business. Remember, I'm going to write a chapter in my new book, Undercover Business, because it's under the covers. You know, there's some dealers that will show you everything, work with you and explain everything. There's other dealers that work on your emotions. They show you your emotions. They work on your emotions. They don't show you all the figures. I had a new manager come to town. And we were talking about it, and I said, well, 80% of the dealers in San Antonio lie to you, 20% will tell you the truth. She said, I think that figure's too high. I said, you haven't been here long enough. You, you don't know the people I know. You don't know the systems I know. And this lady wants to tell the truth. She wants to be everything up on board, just like Rox Culver. And, and, you know, that's what I look for, a sponsor that looks at telling the truth and treating and keeping it all all above where you can see, where you can understand. If you and if you need something explained, they explain it to you. But see, some of these guys in one of my books I've got notes on right now is from uh, from good old boys, mom and pop stores to billionaires owning stores. But some of these billionaires got so much money. What do you do with money? You finance cars. You insure cars. You do all kinds of stuff. They got the money over advantage of small mom and pop stores and the volume. I was talking to a gentleman. He said, I shopped just like he listened to my show quite a bit. He said, I shopped a bunch of dealers, and I got a a lot better price at another dealership. I explained to him, I said, yeah, I've got a Buick dealer the same way. These Buick dealers, San Antonio, don't sell the volume in Austin. At one time, this Buick store is number one in the nation, by far. And I said, they get money assistance from the from the manufacturer when, when they sell more. And that's why I, I sold a high school buddy of mine. He, he told me, he said, Randy, I got a fourth. I saved $4,000 on a brand-new Buick. I get a new Buick. Chevrolet, GMC, Dodge, Jeep, Ford, uh, Lincoln, Cadillac delivered to your door so you don't have to fight the F&I department. New Toyota delivered to your door. 
and and no hassle, and you can shop price. And the best part about it, in my opinion, is you buy what you can afford, you buy what you intend to buy, and you don't walk in that dealership and get spun four squared or, or switched. And one day I'll teach you about switching. It's easy to switch somebody, and they're trained to switch you. Go to YouTube. I told you all the classes are on YouTube, and so that's what you've got to understand. So what causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from the desires that battle within you? Yeah, they do. I've had many battles, and I had lots of battles when I didn't have Jesus Christ. Now I'm content. Now I got peace. Now I got joy that I didn't have before. You want something, but you don't get it? You kill and you covet? Oh, man. You want something and you don't get it, so what do you do? You do whatever it, you kill. You do whatever it takes to do it. And so what do they entice you at a dealership? They show you these brand new sitting on the showroom floor, got the right smell, got the right atmosphere. And they show you the one that you can buy. You can afford it. Now, how can some salesperson that don't know you, your lifestyle, your budget, know nothing, tell you you can afford it? Oh, it's an easy payment. They say that's easy and you can afford it. But guess what? If you're a little short at the end of the month, call that salesman up and ask them if they want to participate in it. See what they do there. Oh, yeah, I'm your friend. I'm going to do you right. I'm going to, you know, but don't call me if you need any help. Don't call me if there's a problem. Don't call me, if, you know. Only call me when you need to buy another one, Bubba. You know what I mean? Vern, yeah, Vern, I want to know all about kill and covet. And then, and then we covet this unit. The problem is our pride gets so big we want to show it off. Remember the days when window stickers were left on? There was a guy in Seguin, Texas, that would buy a new Buick every year, and they he wouldn't let Roger Wilde take the window sticker off. He wouldn't. He had to leave it up there, and he would ride around all year to see everybody let him know that he got him a new car, what what window sticker was. And he'd come in and trade it in with a window sticker still on. And don't touch that window sticker. Well, you think that was pride? Was that showing off? Riding around all over town with a brand new car and the window sticker showing. I loved it. I'm telling you. You know, but, you know, that's made him tick. But the problem is, you know, when that next year come around, it's going to cost him money. Pride will cost you money, I guarantee you. That's what I teach every day to all my people, all my people that I've trained and worked with over the years. I've been a mentor of a bunch of them, and I want to be your mentor. But you covet. You just got to have it. And then all of a sudden, a year, two, three down the road, new models are out. I don't have a new model. I'm behind times. Oh, man, my buddies and all my friends and coworkers got a new one, and I don't. I just can't believe it. So you covet, but you cannot have what you want. Well, I've got people that want to lease a car now. Dave Ramsey says do not lease a car. I say do not lease a car. But they want one. I had a, a mother call me on her son. I'm going to finish this story. This is, and we're going to take a short break. Hey, give us a call here, 210-340-9585, 210-340-9585. Get your pen and paper. Give us a call here. Get my mobile number. Advertisers, write down my mobile number. Give me a call, and we'll talk about sponsoring, putting some some ads in my shows. I've got several shows. Got the big station coming up. Uh, it'll be on my website starting Monday, and I uh, hope. Signed a contract with them. Making some changes because I want to go on that next level of mentoring, teaching, reaching out to people, reaching to more people. Hey, Nobody's doing this type of show. Nowhere. And you need the help. And it's about to get worse the next two or three years. Plus, I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. You can go to my website. Hey, go to my website. Send me an email address. I'm about to start doing it. In August, we're going to start doing it. A weekly tip and what's going on in the business. So go to my learntobuyandsellcars.com. Give me your email. We're going to load them up and do a blast every year. And go to feedback. Tell me if you like this show or you don't, if you've learned something or if you 
any kind of I want to know the good, the bad, and the ugly about this show. So go to feedback, learn to buy and sell cars.com. Thank you, Barry. Thank you, Baron. Thank you, Michael, for letting this old boy in the middle of a bunch of preachers trying to help you a little bit here, there, and around. If you'll learn, you can grow and you can understand. God bless you. We'll be right back. Thanks to you, San Antonio and South Texas, 2017 was another successful year at North Park Toyota of San Antonio. Hi, this is Merle Gothard, General Manager of North Park Toyota of San Antonio. And you, too, can take advantage of our better bottom-line posted pricing on over 750 available new and pre-owned Toyotas. We research the market, and then we post our lowest price on every car, truck, and SUV every day. Then we back that price with sales and service excellence from the only dealer in Texas to earn Toyota's President's Award nine years in a row. No games, no gimmicks, just our better bottom line posted price. And remember, we don't mark them up just to mark them down. Our market-based posted pricing, the financing you deserve, and full market value for your trade-in, and our attention to customers' needs have made North Park Toyota a dealer that delivers. Come see how we deliver the North Park way at North Park Toyota of San Antonio, I-35 South Exit 144 Fisher Road, and 24 hours a day at NorthParkToyota.com. We'll be back with more of Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Now back to Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Hello again, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Be sure to go to my website, go to feedback, tell me if you like the show or not. I want to know the truth. If you don't like it or if you want to hear something about it or if you have a question you want answered, give give us some feedback on it, please. Learn to buy and sell cars.com. Go to learn to buy and sell cars.com. Either call me on my mobile, 830-708-4789. I'm looking for some handicapped vans. I've got several listeners that need handicapped vans. If you've got one, you'd like to sell it to them, I'll put you all together. Um, several people needing handicapped vans for their family members. Uh, so if you've got one, you don't donate it, you want to sell it, uh, I'll put a figure on it, what I'll give, and that way you can sell it to those people for that figure or whatever you want to do. So go to learn to buy and sell cars.com. Describe your car. I want to buy it. I want to buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. I've got some low mileage cargo vans, low mileage 15 passenger vans, low mileage regular cab uh, GMC trucks with V8s, long bed white, which is new ones, about 34,000. Uh, these are 20, 21,000. So you save 12 to 14,000 on a new one. Uh, the van, same way. Cargo van, same way. Uh, we're looking for several units for our listeners, but I want to buy your vehicle. That's number one reason why I got on radio is to be a mentor. Number two reason is to buy vehicles. So go to learn to buy and sell cars.com. Go to the other side and walk through how to buy a car. And we've talked about it and we'll go over it from time to time. I'll probably go over it real, um, real strong next week. So go to learn to buy and sell cars.com. And if we got time at the end of this show, I may run across it there too. So we want you to, to be prepared mentally, physically, and spiritually on your purchases. And you can use this system for everything. I mean, we spend months researching the TV and they get out of date time. You know, we decided to buy one. Of course, it's on special and we own it cheaper. And then the newest and the greatest is out the next month. So, but we don't spend much time researching and buying an automobile that is real expensive and hard to maintenance and expensive and insurance and all the other costs that go with it. So make sure that you're ready mentally, physically, and spiritually on your next purchase. A lady called me. She said, talk some sense into my, my son. I said, "What's he wants to lease a new car every two years. 
He's wanting on a short lease. I said, well, how many miles does he put on? I said, there's so many avenues. Number one, lease companies, you only write off what tax bracket you're in, actually. They say you write the whole thing off. No, you write on your tax bracket what. Now, your company pays for it if you got that, but there's so many individuals that that lease a car, and there's no write-off. But he's got this in his mind that, you know, he's got to drive a new car to look good. That's like quarreling in your mind. That's not getting along with what reality is going on around you. And so she's trying to get him not to do that. But, oh, no. And I told her, I said, well, and she was wanting him to call me and talk to me. But the problem is his mind is set on that. He's got to have a new car. He wants to show it off. He wants to be that away. The problem is lease companies make a lot of money. They won't hey they they won't gamble. So that car comes back in, it may not look like new, so they gotta leave room for that. The market may drop a lot, they gotta leave room for that. Might big rebates might be bad cars. So they've gotta own that car if they're the ones that's gonna own it when it comes back in at the right price. Well they're gonna pay for that. And then there's penalty on miles, there's all kinds of stuff. They make a lot of money on lease cars. That's why Dave Ramsey, if you listen to him, says do not lease a car. But his quarrel, his mind, is he wants something. He wants something every two years, three years. He's got to have it new. You have not because you did not ask God. When you ask, do not receive because you ask. You did not receive because you asked with the wrong motives. What kind of mo- our motives? It's part of the problem that we have asking God because our motives are not the well-being of our family and our budget and everything else. If our motives are lined up with the Word of God and the Holy Spirit and God, we'll make a better decision. We'll have peace at it. We'll be content with it. But the person that asked with the wrong motives buys something they can't afford, buys over their heads, you know, and then the loss of value comes in. And they can't handle it, you know, and they need two or three months to overcome all the cash they put out to buy this new vehicle. And they don't think about the loss of value when you drive it off the showroom floor. And I was talking to the Dodge dealer. You know, we got 11000 off of a new one on 18s and 1000 off on 19s. He said, we're selling lots of 19s. Why? Well, it's got this new grill, new look. And so the people look at the two units, and they're thinking, I'll spend 10000 more for that grill. That's about what they're doing, 10000 more for a grill. Is that what you want? Are you asking God to bless you, but you're not making a better decision with what he's blessed us with? You know, all the gifts come from God, all our talent our jobs. I mean, this last deal I, I struck with a radio station. I feel like God's hand was in it 100%. I mean, everything fell in place. I stayed out of the way. I've been praying about it, but I said, and I, I pray the prayer of Jabez every day Lord, enlarge my territories, keep your hand on me. I may not cause pain. Pain to you, pain to myself, pain to my budget, pain to my family. You know, before I knew Jesus Christ, I never could get enough, never content. I was the only one in the world that mattered. I was I didn't know how to serve. I didn't know how to love. Do you love everybody even though they don't like you? We tell our children and our friends, oh, you've got to forgive everybody, but do we? Oh, you got to love everybody. Do we? Do we love the ones that don't love us or don't like us? Do we serve the people we don't like? Or you just serve the people you like? Are you battling having that joy and that peace in your life? Why? Because I want I want all the possessions, everything that I can get. You know, the cure for evil desires is humility. 
Oh, I don't want to humble myself. I'm never, oh, man. You know, we got plenty to eat, and we eat too much. I mean, a person can cut down two-thirds and, and survive and live and be in better shape. But pride makes us self-centered and leads us to conclude that we deserve all we can see, touch, and imagine. That battle in your mind, is that causing you to think, oh, I want this and I deserve this? Oh, I touched that. Oh, man, the drive, the smell. Hey, that smell in that new car. Man, I'm going to tell you, we got spray that spray that new car and we get a smell. You know, I've talked about, you know, uh, you love that new car smell and you get in your wife's new car that you bought with her and you rewarded her with. And about that time you pass gas in her new car, that's not what she wants. But she'll remember that, I guarantee. So that new smell may go away for a little while. But, I mean, you know, we're going down the road. And, you know, they got those commercials where the money's flowing out the back. You know, that's about the way that goes. You know, they're talking about insurance, and insurance costs you every month. I've got a buddy of mine that pays two hundred and eighty a month insurance and two hundred and fifty a month on a cheap car. But he owes on it and he's got to have full coverage insurance. He wouldn't have full coverage insurance if he didn't owe on it. And if he'd have saved his money, he would have paid cash for it and his insurance would have been cheaper. So that money flows out. But you know, when you don't have humility in your life and you can't humble yourself and you can't pull up to your friend's house in an old car that's paid for and it does the job. You know, Gary Jobs, I saw a quote from him not long ago, and he said, you know, I, I've drove these three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars $400,000 cars, and they get there the same time that these people who are driving one and two thousand dollar cars do. He said, Does it make sense? It's doing the same purpose, but we've got to have that image, that imagination, how we look. But like that guy in the Maserati with his elbow on the roof. Is that what you, you live by? Is that the battle in your mind? What are you thinking about when you pull up to a party and all that? My son and I pulled up to a golf course here a while back, and I teach golf at Cornerstone Christian School, and I love teaching golf. And, I, and I'm and i working with Johnny Booty right now, possibly about doing some other stuff in basketball. I love helping and teaching and serving. And we're going to work, try to work with a lot of the, the kids that doesn't have fathers. But we pulled up to this golf course. And, man, I pulled up there in a car that I gave 2200 for. I pulled up there like the rest of them cars. And there's Mercedes and BMWs and, and $70,000 trucks sitting in the parking lot. Me and my son pulled up there like, like just the rest of them. You know, we got there the same way they did. Of course, I'm not going to lose money on this car. If I do, it's not going to be much. It's maroon, it's got hell damage on it, and I love it, but it does the job. It needs tires, I need to put some tires on it now, and I need to do a couple other little minor things, but that's normal. But the image, I was content, I got there, I was happy what I'm driving, it's 23 miles to the gallon, hadn't caused me any problem, I wore the tires out of it, I need to put tires on it. But, the, you know, the battle in our mind that we see, touch, and imagine owning something, does that consume your mind and take all your thoughts? Are you productive when that's going on? Are you fixing something, being better at something, learning something? I mean, when we're consumed in our minds about something like that automobile or that four-wheel drive diesel truck, man, I'm Mac Daddy with that dude, and I don't haul nothing but air in the bed, and it never sees, no, don't drive it out in the mud or dirt. Uh-uh, not this four-wheel drive diesel. And it, I tell you, I've got so many buddies that give seventy, eighty thousand, and soon to be $100,000 for them, put on a hundred and twenty. We got called on one. On the way over to the station today, I got called over one. It's got a little minor problem, and it's 11 King Ranch 4x4 diesel 
that probably bought for twenty, twenty-one thousand. Somebody gave seventy, seventy-five thousand for not long ago. Does that matter? The time that you spent working, sweating, doing the best you can, and that money goes out the door, that you're not going to ever get that time back, that money back, and you already paid income tax on it. I forgot your partner, old Uncle Sam's your partner. So that's the key. We think we've got to own everything we see, touch, and feel. Lust of the eye. Oh, man, the lust of the eye. I think that, yeah, that's in there. That's in there. You know, God will help us get rid of our selfish desires. Boy, he did me. When I didn't know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, I had to have the best. I had to prove something. And nobody cares. Nobody. It was all me. It was all that battle in my mind. But I had to be the best, had to have the finest, had to outdo everything. My wife had to drive brand new cars, I'm going to tell you. Yeah, yeah, I won't prove to my neighborhood who's the Mac Daddy around here. Yeah, well, dummy, I'm in the car business. I can drive whatever I want. But I, today I want to drive something that's productive, gets good fuel mileage, that's safe, can haul my junk. All my drivers, my drivers ain't junk. My 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 tools and I got an air pump. I got stuff. I got cleaning supplies in my car. I got all that stuff. And I want to be productive. You know, it's just like the guy that buys a Bentley, Rolls Royce, that's in business, and they buy these three, four, five hundred thousand dollar cars, and. They they hate losing. They hate losing with a passion. And they just lost. They bought a vehicle that in five years is going to be worth under a hundred grand that they paid three, four, five hundred thousand on. They lost. But the the desire for their image is so big that it overcomes that loss. Think about that a minute. They want to be winners everything they do, every opportunity, every buying situation. But they don't care about the loss that they just got beat and beat bad on a car that's going to lose 100, 200, 300,000 miles. And that the service, just like my buddy, I told you about my buddy with a Ferrari, had to have one, paid $230,000 for a used one. Took it in for service in that first $10,000 bill he liked to choked. I told him, I said, I told you it was going to cost you 10000 to keep this car up. He said, yeah, but we ain't put many miles on it, Randy. But it's a year, every year they recommend a maintenance. They love you coming back in there. They see that money. You're talking about money flowing out. It flows right into that dealership. When they go to work on them Ferraris, Rolls Royces, Bentleys. I saw Bentley the other day. It's running an auction in Dallas. I could have bought it. A 2005, good miles, condition poured excellent. Got a MMR. That's, that's, the, that's the figure that it should bring at the auction. It had $35,000 on it. That car was probably three hundred grand new. And I could have gone to the auction and paid 35000 for it. Who won on that deal? I want to win at everything I do. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh, what about relationships? That's the problem. Sometimes our relationships, we want to win. But the problem is we don't want to give 60% to have a good relationship. We want all the relationship. We want to put in 20%, and you put in 80 when you put in 60%, 70% in a relationship, you may not feel like a winner, but you'll be a winner. That relationship will be better. And sometimes we put in, we pour in, and I'm, and I'm talking about because I do this for so many people, trying to help them on a car, trying to help them improve their lives, trying to help a mechanic get his life back in order now. I poured all this out, and he's not doing it. And all my friends are saying, are you wasting your time? Maybe so. But I'd rather pour out knowing I'm trying to do my best and him not do his best than me not do nothing and know that I could have done something. See, I I want to be the best. I want to help people to be the best that they can be. You know, and that that's it. You know, and 
I'm going to read this again because it's so important. Pride makes self-centered, makes us self-centered, pride does, and leads us to conclude that we deserve all we can see, touch, and and imagine. It creates greedy appetites for more than we really need. You got that greedy appetite? If you got that greedy appetite, you got to have something that God says you really don't need. You know, we can get probably. I, I, I was kidding a buddy of mine. He's got a car, and it's five years old. And it's got six thousand miles. I said you could have got by with a bicycle, or Uber, or something. And he said, "Well, you know, it's it's five years old, and it's only got six thousand miles. It should bring a lot of money." And it's just like that Challenger. I need to get back on that Challenger. I got a lady wanting to sell a Challenger, and I've been so busy this week. Her husband's it's a low mileage Challenger. The problem is a new one's thirty five thousand, but hers is seven, eight, nine years old. It's got low miles. It looks like new, but it don't bring the money. There's a big difference when they get that much older. You know, and and so people will say, "Oh man, it's twenty five years old, ain't it? An antique or a classic?" We got more cars than they should be classics. It's just like I was talking to a buddy of mine that handles antique cars, and he he was saying, "I think the market's dropped on classics and antiques and hot rods and stuff." I said, "We got more of them than buyers. Plus, millenniums are not buying them. Millenniums don't want to buy own nothing. They've seen their parents struggle with payments, struggle with too big a house. That's why they're going to tiny houses. They see their parents with payments strapped, and there's nothing left at the end of the month. Do they want to live that way? I think they learned something from their parents. Don't we learn something from our parents? Did they overcharge? That credit card was their god. Oh man, let me have it. Uh, they don't see the money. I was talking to a gentleman uh, that was a he's an older gentleman, older than me, and that's pretty old. And he, he was talking about he thinks the what happened in in society when they took direct money out of your check and didn't show the people how much income tax you were buying, were making, and direct posit, we don't have any feel for money. We don't know how much income tax we're paying. What does it cost to do business? And it's all just out there in the air. And we credit card it, and we don't see it. And then at the end of the month, we look and see, try to match up what we got left. And there's nothing left. You know, the greedy desires that we own, and we've taken away the field of touch of money and the direct deposit gone. And it's just like the people that get income tax returns. They think it's free money. They don't realize they worked all year long. The government kept their money, made money on it, done things with it, and then they get it back, and they feel like it's the government giving them free money. The government wants you to feel that way. But you worked hard for that. They set it aside. You got some coming back. You paid too much in. Or you didn't make enough as they deserve. You need some to come back. But too many people think that it's free money. It's not. They don't understand that. If you have any questions about the show and about me uh, and my new show, give me a call at 830-708-4789. Love to talk to you about what's going on in the car business. Try to help you, help them make better decisions. You know, it just there's so much that's going on. You know, God uh, wants us to have good gifts and the joy of the life we've got. And he gives us the ability and talent to make the money that we can and buy the things we can. But when it consumes our mind and it causes us to do things and takes away from helping other people and being able to benefit others and to be there for others, you know, that's that's not right. God doesn't like that. He he wants us to be a blessing in other people's lives. Are you being a blessing in somebody's else's life? Are you being a blessing to the banks and the car dealers? Oh, I want to bless these car dealers and them $100 million dealerships. I want to bless the banks that building billion-dollar buildings and complexes. I want to bless the banks that's making all this money. Who do you want to bless? I want to bless people that I love. I even bless the people I don't love. I'm telling you, I'm, I blessed a guy the other day, and I'm going to tell you, I'm pretty close to <laughs> Lord, Lord, help me, Lord, I need to help, you know. 
but sometimes we we got to. Sometimes the Lord tells you. You know, and that's the cool thing about driving the old cars I drive. The people on the street don't beg me for money. You, they think I don't have any. Look, this poor dude driving this old car here. Maybe I need to give some of it to him. You know, but when I pull up there, I say a little prayer. The Lord tells me, give him money or not. And I gave guys some money the other day, and he looked at me like, maybe I'll be giving this back to you, man. You know, he he, he felt sorry for the car. Now, that, that day I was driving one that was pretty rough and ugly. But it had good miles, and it ran good. And guess what? The cold air was blowing, and I needed it. I'd been at a hot auction, and I was sweating. But anyway, I pull up there sweating, and... Not looking to my best, anyway. And uh, I, I think he thought he needed to give it back to me. You know, don't let envy, jealousy, pride, greed, selfishness, and keeping up with the Joneses make the decisions for you. Go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. If you'd like to sponsor this show, or I've got a bunch of other shows, we'd love to show the community that you care about their education, their well-being, Helping them make better decisions. So they have more money, H-E-B. I'm telling everybody about Behrman's B-12 and and transmission fluid, and H-E-B's been selling a bunch of it. (coughs) It's the cheapest tune-up there is. And people are all calling me and telling me, oh, thank you for that tip. It helped my car. And H-E-B's selling out as fast as they can. I had a little lady call in Sunday on one of my shows and say, yeah, I keep going there, and they sell it as fast as they put on. I told the manager they put, needed to put a bunch on there to sell. And they had transmission fluid on sale for like $2.30. And Behrman's B-12 for two seventeen. This is Randy Adams. God bless you. Give me a call, 830 708 Four seven eight nine. Go to Randy Adams Inc. Go to learn to buy and sell cars.com. We got new shows coming. We got prosperity coming because God's hands on this show. I really believe it. He put the desire for me to do this. I never dreamed I would be doing what I'm doing today. Thank you, KSLR, the word. God bless you. Hey, listen to this show. Tell your friends, 1160, 1 p.m. today at 1160. God bless you. I love you, San Antonio. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.